0: The do buy delegate decision. How do you get the people who are going to help you get your business going? When you start out as an entrepreneur with an online business, you're a solopreneur, you're doing everything yourself, and you're probably getting comfortable doing it all yourself, even though you know that you would rather, you know, there's some things you'd like doing, and there's other things you don't like doing at all. And so after a while, when things are going well, you start to think, I need to delegate or I need to get rid of some of this work so how do you decide what what part of the work you're going to do yourself what part you're going to buy in the sense you're going to contract it out or or maybe find tools that can replace that work and what are you going to delegate what are you going to have other people do for you that's a big decision hiring people to actually work on your business on your special project your 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 baby that you've been taking care of and you're the only one who knows how to do everything right How are you going to get to that point to actually start outsourcing some of this work? Outsourcing is a great word in the entrepreneurial space, but how are you gonna convince yourself to actually use outsourcing so that you can really focus on the parts of the business that are most important to you? So that's what this episode in the fundamental series is all about. This is the do by delegate decision all around the human resources that you will need to help you move your business forward. But how do you make those decisions? That's what the tips and strategies are in this episode. So let's get started. Welcome to module five. So we are now going to make the do by delegate decision who is going to do the work you listed in mega module four. So back in module mega module four, we covered strategy, research and planning, how you would actually create your business. What we want to do is help you set out a realistic vision of the action items you need to take your business to the starting line the real work that needs to be done to actually set up the business and get it up and running. So the purpose of the plan practice is not to overwhelm you with activity, but to lay out a clear picture of the work that needs to be done. And now in module five, we ask, who is going to do the work? Now that you've laid out exactly what the items are, should you do, buy, or delegate the job of completing the actions to start your business? So in this module, we'll cover how to make the do, buy, delegate decision, do you go with math which is how much does it cost just do the calculations or your passion is it work that you really want to do and when should you do the work hire someone else to do the work or supervise someone to do the work at the end of this module, you'll revisit your act list of action item activities and determine whether to do, buy or delegate each action line item. And once you have done that, you'll have a better idea around how much each activity will cost and therefore how much the entire startup of your business will cost. Plus how much time you personally will have to commit to do the work that can be done simultaneously because you have someone to do it. So let's get started. What do you do versus what do you let others do? That's the do by delegate decision for setting up your business. The question of whether you do all the work yourself, pay someone else to do it for you, or hire someone who you supervise must be answered as you're working through the business launch action items because the decision affects both the time and the money you will spend in bringing your business to the starting line. The decision around who does the work is sometimes clouded by your own beliefs. For example, if you were brought up with the idea that you should always save money, you may be inclined to do most action steps yourself. After all, if you're not paying out any money, the savings may really support your startup process. If you have time but no money, do it yourself or DIY can be a valid option. But you might wanna think about whether it's really the most efficient option. In all cases, if we are discussing the Do option, we assume you have some basis for assuming you can do the work, such as previous skill or experience. But even in that case, think about the scenario when a track athlete goes to the starting line. There's a need to be in proper performance gear, wear sneakers, have that block thing, a starter's pistol, a timer, a running track, and probably a few other items I'm forgetting. So would the athlete make or manage all of these items alone? Well, no, of course not. The athlete is going to concentrate on racing and everything that's needed to be the fastest and you know that's proper nutrition and workouts and practice and so on. So in your business, you really want to be concentrating too. You really want to consider why you would even attempt to put all the pieces together yourself you have to make one of the choices. So let's talk about doing it yourself. Doing the work yourself really means by yourself or having no substantial time or money costs associated with the particular action item. You might purchase some tools or products to help you complete the work, but the effort expended is your own. And this work can be anything from painting a new workspace to hand carving the products that you sell. The only question here is will you do the work? To do may also include having others work for free who you do not have to supervise but be careful here because this approach could end up functioning as if you had delegated the work because you still need to be assured that the work is going to be done exactly as you it. so if the third party is a professional or otherwise an expert in the activity you might be able to say this decision is asking it, it will be done you know your cousin is actually a professional painter so you say can you paint the space for me i need it painted blue here's the blue you know your cousin can go in and do it and she'll do it for free because she owes you a favor. But if your cousin's just starting out with the painting business and you've never actually seen any of the completed work, you might have to supervise. So having a third party working for free is a delegate decision if you have to supervise and approve the work because you have to account for your time supervising the work. Okay? To buy. Buying the work or paying someone to do it is outsourcing. So in this case, the person you pay is a professional or an expert or reliable or experienced in some way and can get the job done. And the difference between buying and delegating is you give up responsibility. When you buy the work, the person you pay does the work from end to end and all you do is inspect and pay. So this process is definitely preferred if you have no idea how to complete the action item or the amount of time it would take you to learn. may not be practical, or efficient. Delegate. Delegating means you hire someone to do the work, but you maintain a supervisory role. So you're still responsible for the completed work. You just do not put in the actual hours to get the work done. Both buying and delegating require research on your part. But delegating also has the added consideration of whether or not you are prepared to hire someone. And if so, for how long? Is the person to be a permanent part of your business or just around for a limited amount of time so you have to think about that if you're considering hiring people early in your startup process remember you will have to understand all the employment legal requirements that are applicable in your location now to be clear the do buy, delegate practice is only for those action items where you are not sure how to get the job done for many t- items many different things on your list the answer is going to be straightforward but in other circumstances you might be wondering For example, if you own a secret donut recipe, should you actually make the donuts yourself do the actual donut production? Maybe not. So one way to decide is to understand what you do best and leave the rest of the work to others. And how do you know what you do best? Well, one option is to make the decision based on math or passion. Determine whether the task is better value to be completed by you, or if the work reflects your true passion for the business and cannot be completed by another person at any cost. Let's first look at the math. The value of your time to do the action item. If you are undecided about whether you should do a particular action item on your list, you can determine the value of your time to complete the activity. And value in this case is the literal cost of your time. This is a mathematical exercise, it's not a skill exercise because for example are you planning to open a restaurant so just because you can use dishes you know how to eat off of a plate that does not mean you know which brand would be a good one to buy for dishes that are going to be used every day by the public in a restaurant or can you use a calculator sure but do you mean does that mean that you should do all the financial systems for your business if you are a computer engineer does that mean you should build your website from scratch now Maybe you do build websites for, for a living or for fun. So you find, or you find just find the work straightforward. You know, you can just do that, especially with today's technology is there's a lot of very simple tools available. So you could just go ahead and build the website for your business. This practice is really for those action items on your act list where the decision to do buy, or delegate is not clear and could go in any direction. And you are not sure how to decide if you should complete the work on your own. Here are five steps for determining the value of your time. First, Calculate the value of your time so that you can compare the cost with the cost of buying or delegated. You can calculate the value of your time using different options. So you can use minimum wage, which is generally considered the least amount of money society believes you should be paid to work for others. So you can use a government minimum wage level to understand the absolute lowest amount of money your time would be worth in uh, today's marketplace. You can use an existing wage, that's what others pay you. So if you have a current hourly wage, you use that figure. If you have a salary wage, you figure out the hourly amount by calculating your weekly salary divided by five days, divided by eight hours, day. That's the simplest way to do it. And if you think you're underpaid, which of course we all are, everyone's underpaid. So pick the salary you think honestly you should be paid, especially if you are certain you are earning less than those doing the same job. You want to be working with a figure that truly represents the value of your time. And then there's comparable wage. That's what the market pays for, for your type of work. So that's not necessarily what your company or organization is paying. Research the wage paid to people doing the same or similar work as you in the in your local marketplace okay then research the cost of paying someone else to do the work and when you do this factor in the time you would spend to research and find someone to do the work so that's the value of your time that's doing research and think about you have to explain the activities to another person who may not understand your business You might have to train someone to do the work as you require so factoring in the amount of time you spend trying to find someone and then add that to the time it takes to do the work so then you might realize you can do the work faster even if it is lower value work than your typical wage okay number three determine the work you would do if you were not doing this activity so is the other work of higher value the work you would doing otherwise is that of higher value is the value of doing something else greater than the cost of paying or supervising someone so avoid taking time away from tasks where your value is important to the overall business startup process in this step your timeline is also important so if you decide to open your business over a long time frame you may be able to do more tasks yourself number four calculate the entire cost based on the amount of time to do the action item so that's taking everything to account now If you do not know the time required, estimate, and if the value of your time is high, but the action will will only take like like an hour or something like that to complete, it may not be worth your while to hire someone. Then finally, make a decision. Look at all the variables. If your time could be spent on tasks delivering higher value, you may consider buying or supervising completion of the work. But of course, this calculation is not the absolute last word on whether or not you should do, buy, or delegate. Sometimes you just do not want to do something. So if you have the money, don't do the work you do not want to do. Hire someone with more enthusiasm for the activity so the work gets done correctly. Because undoing poorly performed work also costs time and money. And you don't want to go down that road and then always consider if the action item really is work or part of your passion. So let's talk about passion. From the beginning, you can determine which part of the business startup action items are actually your passion for the business idea and which are to you just routine tasks. So the items that fall within your passion are usually going to be yours to do. For example, when making the passion decision, think about does the core business need you on the action? You did the strategy, you did the planning, What about every single major action task? If you have a service business, you may have to perform the service. That might be the core of the business. If you're manufacturing a product, maybe initially you do all the quality control. Who knows, depends on the scale of the product. But the passion decision is personal. This part belongs to you. So think carefully about where you as an employee fit into your own business. So let's go through some guidelines for asking when to do, buy, or delegate. And remember, These concepts apply after you have weighed whether or not your passion for the work means you would be the only person to do a particular action item. And also remember, the total cost of your time includes any time you spend learning how to do an action you are considering doing yourself. So the cost of buying or delegating includes the time you spend researching, interviewing, and vetting potential third parties. And the cost of doing it yourself includes learning if you actually don't know how to do it. Okay, when to do. You can think about actually doing the work yourself when the passion of the work is your value to the whole business. That's probably the number one reason to do the work yourself. That might be the real reason you actually went into business for yourself is to do this work. When the value of your time is less than the cost of doing the work and you have the skill or experience, then that's a good idea. You can do the work yourself. And in cases where you have the skill to do the work and the total time required is insufficient to merit the time spent on researching and hiring a third party. So those are the parameters to consider when you're thinking about doing the work yourself, when to buy. You can think about paying someone to do the work when the value of your time exceeds the cost of doing the work, when you have no passion for the action item and may just do the work poorly, and when the action must meet specifications that you are not familiar with. In other words, when the action really requires an expert, you don't have that skill and experience and it'll take too long to learn, it doesn't make sense to learn, that's a good time to buy when to delegate you can think about delegating hiring someone to do the work and you supervise when delegation of the action allows for supervision but if the supervision requires all of your time hiring someone might not be the best option unless you just want to control the action then and you don't want to exert any effort to complete the work then you might want to hire someone let that person actually do the work and you can supervise even if it means supervising the entire job okay we've mapped out the ready entrepreneur do buy delegate practice your action now is to go back to your act your list of action item activities from the plan in module four and decide whether you will do buy or delegate the work for each line item also if you know this information include the person or the service who will actually do the work so that will help you understand where you have to do more research if you don't know you can label each action item with a do by delegate status so you will know where you need to spend money or time to get that work done. Okay, let's summarize. So this is module 5. We made the do by delegate decisions for all of your business startup action items. We covered making this des- the decision between math, which is the literal how much does this work how much is this work going to cost, and your passion is the work your vital contribution to the business. And we re- we reviewed when to do the work, when to hire someone else, and when to supervise someone to do it. And that's to complete all of the action line items for getting your business from idea to open. The do-buy delegate decision for each action item helps determine your time and money resource commitments. Since you were listening to this podcast, I was wondering, do you also like audiobooks? I started getting into audiobooks when I had to commute a few hours a day. I really enjoyed books read by the writers and production fiction with sound effects. It really helped pass the time. Plus, I learned a great deal listening to books about subjects that were important to me. If you want to learn more about entrepreneurship, you can get my book, Life Dream, Seven Universal Moves to Get the Life You Want Through Entrepreneurship, and you can get it for free when you sign up for a free trial of the audiobook service, Audible. All you have to do is click the link in the description and you'll be on your way. And if you already have Audible, consider adding Life Dream to your collection to help you move forward on your entrepreneurial journey. If you enjoyed this information and found it useful, please make sure you're subscribed to the Ready Entrepreneur podcast so you do not miss future episodes. And please leave a rating and comment at Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen so I can see your feedback. And if you know someone who would benefit from the tips and strategies in the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, please share this podcast with a friend. Come over to the Ready Entrepreneur website to read blogs for rising entrepreneurs, download helpful PDFs on getting started with your business, and sign up for the mailing list. Join our community so I can keep you up to date with tips, ideas, strategies, and other cool stuff. Visit readyentrepreneur.com. And if you want to reach out to me directly, drop me a line at contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Connect on social, on Facebook, find me at Ready Entrepreneur HQ, on Instagram at Ready Entrepreneur, and on Twitter at Case Lane World. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur podcast with Case Lane.